again, everyone. Welcome to the Red White Authority, episode number 14. I'm Art Regner, and we're going to go back a couple of weeks in this episode and catch up with former Red Wing, former Michigan star, and longtime NHLer Mike Knubel. Mike now doing some work with the Grand Rapids Griffins, and it's always great to catch up with Big Mike. Okay, Mike, uh, I think the last time I spoke to you, you were just sort of starting out in Grand Rapids, and it was a limited volunteer and all that, but it seems that it's progressing a little bit. I mean, are you eventually going to become a coach? I yeah, guess. yeah, and, and, no, and it's been a great situation for me. Hopefully it's worked out for the coaches in Grand Rapids, starting with Jeff and now with Todd, um, to let me go part-time. You know, I like my freedom and dealing with my kids. I'm raising kids, and enjoy coaching them in hockey and having that freedom and you know when you're a full-time coach in the in the American League or any level it's no joke you know it's it's a, it's a very very time consuming and and that's probably the biggest thing I've learned is what what it would take you know as, as far as the time and energy commitment and focus and you know really when you're a coach like the rest of your life really doesn't matter and it suffers because you're so 100% of the coaching and you know I'm not ready to give that commitment 100% right now and and uh, but it's it's worked out great and it's been fun and I get to still learn I get to see two different coaching styles and Jeff and Todd and and see how guys operate and and at the time, same time stay relevant know who the players are know how how the game's being played and and how things are progressing in the league yep the one thing that every ex-player who stays in the game tells me is that they had no idea how much time coaching and being a manager really is. I yeah. mean, you, you know, you guys, not that you're not working as yeah. a player, obviously, but, yeah. you know, you have a limited schedule and then you go home. These guys are constantly working. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the physical energy it takes to play is and rest and time away becomes very important so you can draw on that physical energy. And when you're coaching, you know, it's more energy. Coaches get tired, but it's more from thinking and processing stuff and, and staying up late and getting through the work they have to do. So, um, yeah, but coaching, man, the hours are, are crazy. But I, I think for I think for players, I think it'd be really nice to have like a three week shift where you come in and you listen to the coaches talk and how they think about things and go through video. And I think you could learn a lot. I mean, it never happened probably, you know. But just to just to uh, have a you know, I started learning a lot more. I feel like I learned a lot more after I was done playing and listening to the coaches talk and seeing what they what they go through. I think I understand things a lot better than I ever did as a player now. And and uh, as a player, you're so worried about your you got a million things on your mind, you know, and trying to play and trying to keep your career going and stuff like that. But uh, the coaching, you really get into like the details of the game, and so it's been uh, um, been really interesting to be on that side. But at the end of the day, it's a hockey game. You need hockey players you need good players to do well and and uh you can coach them up all you want but if they're not good players and not great physical athletes and smart players and then, then you're going to be in trouble you were uh, in the same position when you were a young player as many of these players at this uh development camp how do you uh what are your impressions of this camp thus far? Now, this isn't your first development camp, no, right? No, no, I've been up here three, four times. Right, probably, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I thought. And so because of that, I know that uh, Horkoff, and, you know, I know he's a Michigan State guy, you know, yeah, so yeah. we won't yeah. hold that yeah, against yeah, yeah, yeah. him. We should, but yeah. we won't. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with that said, I mean, is it different this time around, or is it a progression? I know you're more comfortable, but uh, are basically all the development camps the same, or because of training methods and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's kind of evolved since you started. It's evolved, sure. Even since um, in the last few years, I think they were really, they were competitive and it was hard because guys were in the middle of training, not in game shape. They're try- guys are trying to put on weight. They've been told to go put on weight, go lose weight. So they're kind of in the middle of the process of that. And I think it was hard 
harder to put them in, in, in competitive situations. I mean, they're still competing, you know what I mean? They're skiing, but it's a lot more uh, um, just kind of getting to know how to be a pro, learning what they can learn about food, what they can learn about training, about taking care of themselves, um, seeing names with faces, knowing who Todd Nelson is, knowing who Ben Simon is, knowing who who uh, uh, Bruce Ramsey is and faces that they might see down the line. Now, is every kid out here going to ever sign a contract? I don't know. You know, not, not, not many do still, you know. I mean, some guys will play in the NHL on the ice here and some, you know, a great percentage won't. Um, but it's all part of the – it's been way more education now. I think it's kind of slow it down and educate the guys instead of trying to really evaluate. You see there's no scouts here. You know, Kenny Allen's here for a day or two, last year for a day or two. Uh, but, you know, Orc has them, and it's just trying to educate more. It's become much more educational than, than really competitive. You know, you made yourself a player. I mean, and, and that's what the Red Wings always say. We can give you all the, uh, uh, the tools to become a player, yeah. all the resources, but it's really up to you. Uh, you were, as I said, you were in that position. You did make yourself a player. Uh, how difficult do you think it is for you, somebody who, as I said, you know, went to Michigan and by the time you were done at Michigan, you're leading the nation in power play goals and, you know, you go to the Red Wings and unfortunately you were traded, but, you know, you had a great long NHL career. You're kind of a, the success story that they want to be. Yeah. Can you, you know, do they look at you and say, oh, man, it's old dude, you know, an yeah. old player, or do they really kind of take your story and get inspiration from it and draw, you know, the drive and determination? Well, you hope so, you know, and nobody nobody likes to hear boring stories of the old days, you know, nobody likes to hear that stuff. So I think you have to find that line where you're like um, still kind of relevant to the guys, but not boring. Nobody wants to hear your crap, you know what I mean, from what you did way back when. But, uh, you know, it'd be funny, like, I think a lot of guys don't even know sometimes. I remember Eddie Pasquale, who's a goalie, veteran goalie, came in one morning. We might have been in December or something. He's like, I didn't know you had 30 goals. You know, it's like one day they got on Hockey DB or they looked you up actually and Googled you. And they're like, you know, because then they start to think, well, who's this? You know, they kind of look up the coaches eventually. They get around to checking out coaches' playing careers. Like, I don't know, you scored 30 goals a couple times. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said twice even he goes. And it's like you shocked, you know. And here here we're three months into the season. And so it kind of hits certain guys at different points. And we had one guy who grew up in Philly, uh, played for us, Kyle Criscolo, grew up in Philly. He's like, oh, I used to watch you with the, you know, the Flyers. So you get, you get some of that right, every right. now and then. And now the older you get, the sort of that's the new crop coming up that doesn't know you. They might have played you on video games too, or something. You know, you might have been, you know, because I was with like Ovechkin on the on PlayStation or whatever. You know, on the on the NHL games, so they might have played you there when they were growing up or whatever. And they know you from that. But um, it's kind of it's kind of funny. Uh, um, yeah, like I say, you, you find a, fi- a line to be like relevant and, and talk about the day when they when they you know, but you don't want to bore them with the boring stories. Right, but right. you can maybe talk about an incident or something that happened. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. You know, when it's relevant. you got to figure out when it's relevant, not just talking to talk. So they don't want, nobody wants to hear that right. crap. No. When you are uh, looking at this camp, and I know it's not an evaluation camp, have you been impressed with, with, the, with the squad as a whole, or have there been a few guys that, you know, have kind of stood out, even though, again, I know it's not an yeah, evaluation yeah, yeah. No, camp? Yeah, I mean, I, I, Rasmussen, their number one pick, I think has been really, really good. And it's, uh, I, I think he's he's pretty good. I know he's um yeah, he's been I, like he, the puck seems to go in when it goes off his stick, and that's just after two days. And maybe I'm just looking at the right time. But it's funny to see guys like you know Sadaway and Billy and Philip Ronick, who were the young guys last year, and now they're the leaders. Like they're doing. Giovanni Smith is up there too. They start the drills. You know, they used to be the guys at the back a couple of years ago. They were the guys at the back of the line. Now they, it's funny how guys shift up and, and process through. You know, last year was Bertuzzi, and uh, I guess was Mantha here. 
or double uh, A, double A was injured or something. But they, uh, you know, it's funny the guys they they progress through the lines and then they become the leaders. So um, I think it's really. Um, you know, and we know those guys better, you know, from being in the American League and stuff. But, you know, they, they become the leaders, and it's good to see them doing that. You know, uh, you know, being from the west side of the state, the Griffins now have won two Calder Cups. Yeah. I would imagine just being from Grand Rapids, that area, you must feel pretty good about that. Yeah, it's fun. It's, um, you know, it, I grew up there, and we went away for 15 years probably, you know, playing hockey. And then we always knew we were going to settle back there. And, um yeah, to see the what the Griffins have meant to Grand Rapids too. You know, like they were the genesis of getting that building, the Van Andel Arena down there. And then uh, it's funny, really, it's really interesting to see everything that sprouted around it. And really, you know, they're a big, big anchor in downtown to help uh, help uh, everything develop down there. So um, it's great to see that go. And I think people um, from the west side can, or from the east side, can maybe you know they come over and enjoy Grand Rapids, have a great time, and then see the guys on the way up. You know, and see guys before they get to Detroit, and and try and pick out their guy. They make bets who's going to get there, who you think is going to get there, who's not, and and all that. But um, yeah, no, it's great for Grand Rapids and West Michigan, and, and and the city itself, the downtown, and the growth and the sprawl downtown. And one final question, and that is, you know, when you eventually become like the empty nester or all yeah, that, yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah. do you do you yeah. do you look at the, is coaching in your future? I mean, would you like to you know someday have your own team? Well, the good thing is that you know there's a five-year agreement in place, so I mean, I'll catch the back end of that. But um, yeah, you know, I, I think I've learned in, in hockey, you never say never. You know, you never know where you're going to end up. You think you know you, your life is going to go one way, and you'll be in Grand Rapids your whole life, and maybe it won't. Maybe the opportunity comes up to go somewhere, or join a team, or a college, or university or pro team you never know so um, but yeah I think the, that's why I do this I like to stay into it and stay so I know what's going on and how things are going and then down the line my younger guy moves on and you know and and, and because I really enjoy that part I really enjoy being with those with my younger kids and getting them to the rinks and seeing 100 plus youth games a year you know and stuff I enjoy that so I'm gonna let that run out and then kind of see where it goes and, yeah, probably stay in, and I'll be in hockey one way or another for sure.